appreciate y'all tuning in to another episode of the Blizzard Ignorant Podcast. Um, I am joined today by uh, a cat that I've known for about 10 years, and I really can't, I can't put him in a box. I can't describe exactly what he does. I just know that whatever he does, it turns into views, and <laughs> it's funny. So um, I, I'm, I'm glad to have this dude on. I consider him a brother, uh, Darren Big Baby Brand, man. What's good with you, man? Big dog, what's happening, big dog? I, hey, um, so I was saying earlier before these technical difficulties, man, it's like it's been 10 years, and believe it or not, you know, I knew Burpee first, and um, he, he told me about the Freestyle Funny Comedy Show up in Greensboro, and right. I came up there, and that evening it was me and uh, Sidney Castillo were guests for y'all, and um, it was you, Drank, uh, Chico, B-Dot, Burpee, and it was just – it was so crazy. I'm going to tell y'all, I'm going to tell you how crazy it was. I saw what y'all was doing and I was like, this is crazy. And I'm yeah. like, we should get a group in Charlotte and go up against them. Like, that's mm -hmm. how much fun I had. Right. With that. We were trying to schedule that. If the funny yeah. thing about it, we were trying yeah. to that never happened. Yeah, I know. It never happened. But it's like, just look back at that 10 years and realize how different things are. Like, I think in your mind, and I think in a lot of y'all's mind, y'all saw where y'all are right now. Like, y'all saw it then. Yeah, yeah. Definitely saw it, man. Definitely definitely saw the vision, man. Like, uh, you know, and everybody's doing the individual thing, but it's going to be dope when we come back and do a reunion. Because, you know, the bigger we, the bigger everybody else get, like, nobody forgot where we came from. Oh, no. Yeah, not one person, you know what I'm saying? And, right. and like, let me just say this. For me, at that time, 10 years ago, Darren Brand was very uh, my team, my team only. I didn't like nobody else. I was very standoffish. And one thing about me, though, if you're funny, I'm going to fuck with you. That's the bottom right. line. If you come to our shows and you kill, I'm going to fuck with you. Because people don't know in the comedy game, when you come into an, uh, another venue, another spot, you know what I'm saying, that's somebody else's home. So you right. are, they not, they're not even coming to see you. So right. you got to get past all that. And from the moment you touch the stage, bro, you know what I'm saying? Much respect from that, from that very first moment I seen you hit the stage. I remember Bert was like, yo, my boy Bliss is funny. I was like, all right, we done heard you say that. Before. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, everybody say they got a homie that's funny. Then they go to the show, you be like, all right, God damn. You know right. what I'm saying? But, but you killed it, bro. Sydney. Killed it, you know. Yeah. You can you can tell the people who've done our shows before and how we still rock with them. The Ronnies, the Tylers, the right. Carlos. You know what I'm saying? We've right. done shows with them before, and we still. If you've killed, you're just part of our family now forever. You know what I'm right. saying? And I remember I had Dot on the on the podcast too, and I remember you know Burpee brought me in. You know mm -hmm. we always stand in the back, and, and Dot goes, "Yeah, I'm gonna give you about. I don't even, I don't know who Dot is. I don't know who nobody is." So, so that's like, and I had been doing comedy about four years then. Yeah. About four years. So you was, you was probably vet more than us. Yeah. So yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I knew, I knew, I knew, and I had been in, I had been in rough rooms. I had been urban rooms. My, my stomping grounds was scandalous. So that's where I did my workouts. Yeah. yeah. So y'all crowd didn't intimidate me. I'm like, oh, it's all black people. And I'm loving this. You know what I mean? You know like, what's I'm, crazy though? You know what's mm -hmm. crazy? Scandalous intimidated me. But see, that's the thing. It's like, and I don't know why it would for you being that you murder college crowds. Right, right. And a college crowd is more volatile than scandalous would ever be. 
Right, right, right. You know what right. I'm saying? So like your chops, you know what I mean? Like, like you were a big man on campus at school. Like you weren't afraid at a school like A and T. Right. Like but see, I think I, I, I think the thing is like once you get that kind of laughs in colleges, you want that in the adult crowd. Right. So I was used to a certain tier. And let me tell you something, bro. For years, Charlotte was, I just could not get what I felt I, you know what I'm saying, could do in Charlotte for years. Like I would go, I would go to DC, kill it. Atlanta, kill it. We would put our own money up. You know what I'm saying? Like go to these little things, kill it. I would come to Charlotte. Hmm. Yeah. Like for years. But Charlotte, now Charlotte. Oh. Yeah, but now it's like my favorite place. But like for like for the first four years of my comedy career, dog, I could not get a good show to like for me that I felt like what I was capable of in Charlotte. Charlotte's tough, man. People don't realize how hard of a crowd it could be in Charlotte. Like mm -hmm. it's a weird space because it's the Bible Belt. Then if it's an urban room, it's it's transplants. Yeah. So then yeah. it's like you're not really getting Charlotte, you getting DC, New York and yep. Florida all mixed in together. So yep. it's like, that's why I feel like I'm as strong as I am because I started in Charlotte. Right, right, and right. And I'm able to tiptoe around different genres, you know what I mean? But let's let's go back to like like y'all, like like you you specifically. Right. So where did Big Baby come from? Like where was that? B-Dot. B-Dot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Came from B-Dot. We was on stage one day. Like, I'm I don't know why, but I'm one of the most confident big dudes on this earth. Like, you really can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't call me fat. Like, I don't mind taking my shirt off. I don't care. Like, I just don't care. Because at the end of the day, a lot of women love chubby chase. They chubby chases, bro. At the end of the day, like, I ain't never had no problem getting the girl I wanted. I ain't never had that issue. Because if you're a comedian, bro, if you can make a girl laugh, you can get her. Oh, absolutely. It's just certain things that we can do, you know what I'm saying? Because we make people feel good. And so... With that kind of energy and that kind of space, that would bring me out on stage like this. He would bring out Chico, they'd go crazy. Drink, you know, he ratchet. They'd be like, oh my God. Bert come out singing. And then he would like, you know, every group needs a sex symbol. That's how he would bring it out. So, <laughs> so, that, so that's already funny because it depends on who the woman is. Is she looking for somebody who cut up with abs? Or is she looking for a chubby guy who, you know what I'm saying? So right. when, I, when I come out, he'd be like, yeah, you know, every group needs a sex symbol. And ours just happened to be, you know. A sex symbol, you know what I'm right. saying? Straight out of this agent of the y'all make some noise for big baby. And that's how he would bring me out, right? And then it would be mixed, it would be mixed screens. It'd be like the girls who identify these sex would be laughing. Right. Oh my God, that's what y'all sex symbol is. And then the, 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 the girls who think I'm sexy. Ah! Right. So that that stuck. That stuck. That became that Doc gave me that nickname, and that literally has been my name since right. uh, that had to be like at least eight years now. Yeah, and that's it's dope. It's dope. I mean, like I said, y'all concept alone was dope, and um, like how y'all just basically believed in yourselves, and mm -hmm. it was it wasn't the typical way to get into comedy, right? It wasn't right. typical. So if if I if I had to describe you as a person, and they go big baby, and I go funny dude. And they'll go stand up and I'll go more. Mm -hmm. And they'll be like, so does he come out on stage and do stand up? I go, it'll be way more than that. Right. It'll be right. like, like, remember when Subject Entertainer did his variety show? Mm -hmm. 
you knew he was going to do the stand-up, but all the other stuff was way more better than the stand-up. Mm -hmm. The stand-up was right. part of it. I felt like if you did your own show, it would be 20, 15, 20 minutes of stand-up, mm -hmm. and then a whole bunch of other stuff that's going to be like, yo, remember when... See what I'm saying? Like, it's just right. like, I just feel like it's so much more that y'all bring. And I feel mm -hmm. the same way about, like, uh, Chico, I feel like if Chico just wanted to do stand-up, he would, he could. Mm -hmm. But it ain't his space. Like, his space right. is is the wild out. Mm -hmm. And and it's funny I said that term. <laughs> and, and then, like, drink is, you anything you say, ain't nobody going to do that, drink will do it. Ain't anybody. I mean, he, <laughs> so it's like, it's like, <laughs> bro, Jay Bliss, they have been college shows, bro. They have been college shows where they specifically said, do not cuss. Right. So, now, Chico go first. He done right. went clean, did his thing. Here right. come drink. Can y'all believe these motherfuckers said I can't cuss? <laughs> and we be backstage like... <laughs> Cause you know, you know, you know, we all started the college shit together. So we, right, you know, right. it was like, it was like, bro, you gonna fuck us up, like. Right. So y'all was doing um NACA, and yeah. it was yeah. So and it's funny because sometimes you gotta push that envelope, but it's like, it's like you need an ODB of the group. You need somebody that's uncontrollable that you can't put in a box. That's, that's my dog, man. That's yeah. my dog, and, bro. And so it's like, um, like when I look at y'all clips of the last few hits, I'm looking at it like. They wildin' like you can't do that. Like I'm like I'm like I'm, I'm looking at it like you can't do that. But then I'm like, but they doing it, you know? So I'm like, that's, that's how I feel every episode, bro. I feel like I'm man, like, you, it, can't, it, it, you can't smoke on. Like I'm like, you can't do that. And then I'm like, yo, these mothers are wildin'. But it's like it was almost like I remember. I remember when I used to watch Chappelle show, mm -hmm. and when I finally saw the puppet episode. I said, I said, this is this this they canceled. I said, y'all can't do this. This is not this is not this show over. And it was and it wasn't. And I was like, how do you I, get I, away with that? I still, I still tiptoe on the line. It's a lot of stuff I still won't talk about that I would love to talk about. Right. That I would never talk about. But um, man, at the end of the day, we're comedians, bro. Right. Like, we supposed to make you uncomfortable, bro. Right. Like, it's, right. Not, it's not our fault that we can find comedy and tragic. Right. Right. It's not our fault. It's not our fault, bro. Like it's right. it's a it's a beautiful, gorgeous, horrible gift. Right. You know what I'm saying? You right. know what I'm saying? Like right. to you're like, oh damn. So you know, like with, with like with Whitney Houston, it's just so much Whitney Houston jokes. You know what I'm saying? As right. a comedian, that like, with Sue, she passing the tub. Oh no. And as a comedian, we already on fire with it. Already, already, already popping them off. But but it's like. Uh, you know, it's it's like, let me go here, and my job is not to get everybody to laugh. Like when I first got into comedy, I wanted everybody to like me. Right. Then when I when I got to probably around the time I met y'all four years yeah. in, I mean, I got I got I got heckled enough as scandalous for me not to give a damn. Yeah, yeah. And then like, at the end of the at the end of the day, bro, like I have I have literally put up. <laughs> the most positive post that got negative comments. So there's like, there's nothing you can do. You know what I'm saying? You're always going to offend somebody. That's why, should that, why, why should that affect you? So with me and Drake, man, we just decided one day, bro, just not to give a fuck, bro. Like, just yeah. don't give a fuck. Like, if you love us, you love us. If you don't, keep scrolling. It right. is. It's cool. Right. It's cool. I mean, bro, 
in my comedy career, dog, I have achieved more than I've ever imagined in my fucking mind. So let me let me ask that that question. So, mm-hmm. it, what was your moment of clarity when you were like, "The hell is going on?" Like you know, like 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 when was it when you were going? This is crazy. Was it For when me, you left the job, or was it like when? It was, it, like, was, it, it was two. It's two instances, bro. Right. When, right. I, when I when I quit my job, uh-huh. that was the scariest shit in the world. Like I was it terrified. Is. I was terrified because. I come from, you know, uh, unfinancial, uh, a financial situation that wasn't as stable, you know what I'm saying, growing up. So I always have been strategic with my money. Right. But, but you know, that's, are you going to let yourself down? That's really what you got to ask yourself when it comes down to it. And yep. then for me, that moment was, I want to say, with Wilder now, when uh, the first time seeing me on TV, but not just as a cast member. Like as a person who jokes got aired constantly, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I wasn't yeah. in the background. Like my jokes got aired into like, I mean, I looked up one year ago and I was at season four and I was like, I'm a TV star. Where the time go? Yeah. Like what? The, that's crazy. Like it's and you know what's crazy? We spend so much time, you know, um, looking for the future. I got to do this. We all appreciate what we've done. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I have to, and I have to slow down and be like, like, bro, I got a McDonald's commercial, bro. Right. That's me. That's me. Michael Jordan, Charles Barkley, LeBron James. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's crazy, bro. Like Mickey D's, bro. I have a McDonald's commercial. Like to this day, that's still one of the craziest things I've ever. Like I had a, I have a McDonald's commercial, bro. Like right. 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 No. Not the place I not the place I used to beg my mama to go to. <laughs> beg, like mom, please. Oh my God, please. Let me get the kids here, please, please. Right. That's that blows my mind, man. Right. And it's 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 funny and it's it's like it's basically opportunity and then you being yourself that allowed that afford you that opportunity. Because a lot mm-hmm. of people will tell you, you know, when that opportunity presents itself, be ready. Right. And it's like, sometimes you don't know if you're going to be ready, but you throw yourself, you throw your full self into it, then you're going to be ready. I feel like your experiences, I feel like HBCU will help you in a situation like that. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. Like, like, like negativity or being nervous. How can you be nervous when you around <laughs> your people? Like your people wow. can make you more nervous than anybody else. Anybody. So if I'm in a room full of uh, Jewish people, I would never be nervous. Like, never. like they got a lot of money. Never. I don't care. I'm I'm more fearful of a room full of my people than I am of anything else. I am more fearful fearful at a room at HBCU and you in the gymnasium and it's seven thousand in there sold out for homecoming. Listen. And and before I go on that stage, I'm talking about I'm playing Drake. I'm panicking. I'm smoking. I'm shaking. I'm about to pass out. I'm about to blow up. I can't breathe. And then as soon as they call my fucking name, I snap. Right, and it's, you know it's, what I'm it's love, and it's, it's love, love. because you know I did uh, I did a college show. I think we was at Central with me, Bert, mm-hmm. some other people from um, from um, social media, and me and Bert was like the stand ups. Like we were the ones that was going out there doing stand up, and and Bert, <laughs> like Bert, Bert went out there, and I felt like this is this dude's element. 
this dude sang the alphabet as a church song. And I was like, listen, man, I'm like, I'm like, I'm Bro, like, I don't even. <laughs> when I tell you, when I tell it's only certain comedians that I'll actually sit out and watch. All right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Most of the time, most of the time I'm either going last, next to last, or somewhere in between. So I got to get my shit ready. It's very few I come out to watch. I've watched you every time. Remember McNeese in Louisiana? Oh, listen, I was about to bring that up. I watch <laughs> you every time. They was like, you want to be in the back? I said, no, nah, I got to watch my boy Jay Blizz. He'd be killing. Right, right. Every time the show, I've watched. Burke, I've watched every time. Right. Drank every time. Right. Chico, it's like certain Carlos Villa every time. You know what I'm oh, saying? Certain, different certain monster, people. yeah. I have to, I, D-Lay, LeVar. Right. Ronnie Jordan. Right. Tyler Chronicles. I have right. to watch them every time. Right. Because of, because of what you learn. Like the the subtle the subtleness of what you learn, like um, a pause, uh, the way they turn their body, um, a misdirection, um, you know how you engage the audience, whether James or, James or, or, or or playing off of uh, of incident, like yep. all of those things are masterful in their own right. And some people just have the Minnie State thing was wild for me because. I didn't feel like performing after everything I went through that day. Right. Like, like, like I was having travel issues and I ended up almost not making a show because they, they wouldn't let me on this plane. Mm -hmm. After my flight got delayed, I got a ticket from one airline and then up they take, Hey, take this ticket over the other airline and we'll let you on that plane. And they were like, we don't have you in the system. And I'm talking to the ladies point blank. Like where the hell you think I got this ticket from? You think I made this at my house? Like I got this from the airport. Like I, right. I came in the airport. They gave me this at the airport. It's printed out inside the airport. And right. she wouldn't let me on the plane. And I saw that plane take off, bro. I was so mad. And <laughs> I'm mm. calling the school, telling them, yo, I ain't going to make it. They're like, where are you? I was like, I'm at the Houston airport. They're like, oh, that's two hours. Mm. I was like, oh, all right, then hold on. I went down there and went to got a rental car. I'm spending yeah. money. I'm spending money that I'm supposed to be making right now. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Same, same here. Same right? here. So I drove, and then they were like, we're going to change the order up. And I think I got there, and Kayvon was on. Mm -hmm. And then you was about to go up, and I was like, yo, let me go next. You was like, nah, man, I'm ready. I was like, damn. I was like, <laughs> I was like, but I knew where you were. I knew where you were in your mind mentally. you like, I, I got to go now. Yeah. Yeah. Because old boy was, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So we had to get we had to get up there, you know what I'm saying? And and that, that you know, I would I would I wouldn't have done that if it was somebody else. No, but I but I know you have the capabilities to finish smacking them in the face. You oh, see what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely, so absolutely. like, but I was already clocked in, so yeah. I knew you. I knew you would understand that. Right. Once because I got there, they told me you won't come, and I'm like, oh shit, it's all on me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because like, let's be honest, when you have another beast on the show with you. You relax a little bit, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You be like, yeah, Absolutely. you know what I'm saying? But if it's just you, you be like, yeah. And I was supposed to have like two more shows that got rescheduled or something. Cause I was supposed to go down there and like do a run. And right. I ended up spending money too and not doing this. I ended up doing the same thing. Spending money that I didn't have. That was, that was one of the worst travel trips that I had. That was mm -hmm. a run. And every mm -hmm. single stop within that run it was a problem. Arkansas, through Arkansas and Louisiana, everything was messed up. Mm -hmm. And then they lost my luggage on the way back. I was like, dude, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, was like, 
I'm it's done crazy. with the college shows, man. I was like, I don't really want to do the college shows no more, man. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. So yeah, but I re I remember I remember that. And then like, so you get on Wild and Out. You're um, and it's funny because you get on there, Doc gets on there. Chico Chico was first. Then he then he was like, all right, let me go back like Wu Tang, grab mm -hmm. my clan and bring them on with me. Burke got on there and. Mm -hmm. Your longevity, you stayed on there like just as long as as, as Chico. Mm -hmm. And I think it was your I think it was your humbleness and your vulnerability that caused you to stay and have mm -hmm. staying power. You're mm -hmm. not you're not embarrassed about embarrassing yourself. No, not and at that, all. And that a lot of times that'll stop people from progressing. Mm -hmm. See, I, I feel like that stops me a lot of times because I'm more, I'm way more judgmental on my content. Like, right, right, right. I'm, 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 and me and Chico had this conversation before. Chico was like, "Man, put it out there, put it out there, put it out there, put it out there, put it out there." And I'm mm -hmm. always like, "I don't like it." And, it, <laughs> and that's like, that's mm -hmm. that thing. And I, and I'm looking at, I'm looking at the content that I see y'all put out. You specifically, you don't give a damn. You like, I'm put it out, <laughs> put it out. <laughs> putting it out man i don't here, care you here, know what i'm saying like, here, like, here, like, here, like, here 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 especially right. now with the lockdown here here right you know what i'm saying so and the, yeah. and the g-ho thing is funny too like i remember that whole series yeah and yeah. for those that don't know what g-ho is uh for those that's listening uh g-ho is the greatest homecoming on earth uh north mm -hmm. carolina a&t uh, mm -hmm. i'm not mad at the title i'm mad that our, our school didn't think of it first but it's it's dope because everybody know what it is and, Everybody, you know, think about it is no matter what HBCU you went to, to you, your homecoming is the greatest homecoming. Yeah. Earth. Oh, absolutely. But y'all got the title and y'all, y'all, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we so cocky with it, boy. Oh, God, we so cocky with it. Like, I'm, I'm going to be straight up, bro. I have been to a lot of homecomings. Right. There, there, um, I mean, A&T, that's my, that's my home. I love it. Dear right. in my heart. But there are, the, there are other homecomings that could damn sure give us a run for the money. Oh, yeah. But, but. You can't tell us that. Oh no! Oh, no. we know that. Oh, we know that. Right, right. But you can't tell us that. Right, right. No, hell no. It's the hell arrogance. No. It's the arrogance that you're supposed to have. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I'm as small as my. We son. don't even call it homecoming. We don't even call right. it homecoming. It's Gio. Right. It's Gio. Anybody yeah. had anybody say homecoming in years? Right, <laughs> right. So it's like even as small as my school is. I went to Johnson C. Smith, and it's yeah. like. Uh, a, a person that went to A&T ain't going to handle arguing. You got to argue with me about my school. Like, you're not going to argue with me. So it's like, you got your school, I got my school. But my pride for my school is just as big as your pride for your school. Absolutely, absolutely. And I've been in barbershops arguing with cats oh, yeah. in yeah. Charlotte. And I remember one time, this, this one got me kicked out of the barbershop. <laughs> so we in the barbershop. We arguing back and forth. Cats is like, yo, I went to a and I'm like, yeah, all right, man. You're cool. Everybody can't go to high school twice. You know what I mean? And Cass is wilding out. And they like, high school? Your school's small. I'm like, yeah, but it's private. And you got to get accepted. Everybody's like, oh. Everybody's like, yo. It was like, it's like, so what you saying? Like, well, you're a state resident. You can go. You know what I mean? And I'm like, and they, they were wilding out, right? So they, we were going back and forth. And I said, hold up. Everybody be quiet. I said, if anybody can dispute this fact, then I shut up. I said, I know more people that went to a and and graduated. And they was like, get out. I was like, <laughs> they started wilding out. I wish I, 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 I would have been there, boy. Somebody I, stop I, the I, Clippers. 
somebody stopped the Clippers and was like, yo, Dre, where you go to school? And Dre was like, what you doing, man? And there was like, yo, because he had went and didn't graduate. And then it was like, that shit real, man. That shit real. If you go, if you go, if you go claim your HBC, you damn sure better have graduated. Man, it is. It's funny, but I, you know what? It's funny, man. It's it's such a, it's such a. I wish I could give everybody the experience, yeah. of going to an HBCU because game changer, game changer. It is. I I I think it was one of the best decisions I ever made in my life, and I feel it was, like it was it, it was for me. Right, and I feel like. Do you feel like would you be where you are right now if you didn't go to HBCU? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Right. I, I was I was supposed to go to Carolina. Really? I was supposed to go to Carolina. I was supposed to be a Tar Heel. Got accepted and everything. Um, but I went to AT orientation, man, and coming from a small town of North Carolina, Southern Pines to be exact. I was in total shock to see that many black people who wanted to further their education. I need to get you on my HBCU stories uh series. Yeah. Like yeah. that's a show I do on Sunday nights. Mm-hmm. And we talk about those things, and I think you will be great on there because, I, I, like I said, a lot of people don't understand how important it is. I feel a lot of people wish they had. Right. They look back at what what it was. I feel right. like a lot of people they question their worth or if the education was was on par. And mm-hmm. working in corporate America, I can tell you by far, it's way past a lot of schools. Absolutely, absolutely. And people don't recognize it. They be like, "Man, these dudes is thorough." I'm like, "Y'all didn't learn that at school?" They like, "No." I'm like, "Okay." That's like, <laughs> it, it make or break you, bro. It make yeah. or break you, bro. Like, if you can survive black people in that capacity, and what people don't realize, they say it's not diverse. It's not uh, diverse. HBCUs are so diverse, bro, because yeah. black people within ourselves, we're we're it's it's all whatever type of stereotype is in the world, it's a black person with that stereotype. And that black person is at HBCU. Nerds, athletes, geniuses. I mean, niggas who build rockets. Niggas who write in theories on on COVID boards. You know what I'm saying? Like, real live geniuses. Then you got niggas who are legit potheads. Like, Mm -hmm. but still graduated. Then you got people who are partiers, bro. Like, who are now business owners. I mean, A&T on property. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can survive that element for four or five years, you are guaranteed to survive anything. Yeah. Because black people are the most judgmental, critical, tough people to impress, trust, or be around. And if you can survive that, the rest of the, the rest of your life is water off your back. Yeah. So so let me let me ask you this. Um and and you said in the beginning that in the beginning you would be real standoffish to people like mm-hmm. you if you wasn't funny, you weren't really messing with them, stuff like that. I feel like you're approachable, though. I feel like... Absolutely. I feel like you're the type of person that nobody... Like, you're not standoffish. I know things can get hectic with you. I know sometimes you just don't feel like dealing with people. And right. you get people coming at you from, from right or left all the time. Like, let me take a picture. Let me do this. Let me do this. Let me do that. Blah, 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 blah. I just feel like you're an approachable type of person. I don't think there's any stories out there where they be like, I met Darren Brand. He was an asshole. Oh, no. Absolutely not. No. But, but so so let me let me ask you this is as far as do you get tired of the before the COVID thing like going through the airport and dealing with people and I was I, I don't have a problem with with women or children at all yeah but grown men sometimes it's like come on dog you know what I'm saying a head nod you know what I mean you know how many people I done met. 
You know what I'm saying? That I'm genuinely like, oh, shit, that's what you call news. You know what I'm saying? I done met Ray Allen and kicked it. I ain't asked for a picture. I was just like, what's up, Jesus? You know what I'm saying? Made yeah. him laugh. You know what I'm saying? What I'm about the business. Like, I, I done been in these rooms, and I, I think you're more respected when you still keep your manhood intact. You know what I'm saying? Now, there's nothing wrong. No. I, there's I nothing feel wrong. You, I feel you know what I'm saying? There's a way to do it. My, there's a I'm, way to do I, I, it. I'm LeBron James' biggest fan. Right. When I met LeBron James, when he came to Charlotte, he came up through the, you know, went for a loose ball. I was like, King James, strive for greatness. You know what I'm saying? He looked. I knew he appreciated that. The whole place went crazy. Yeah. Now, what if I would have been like, that's too much. <laughs> that's too much. That's too much. That's too yeah. much. The selfie joint. Like like what uh, what, uh the baby say. Oh, you take a picture of a nigga? Like, it looks like, <laughs> like it's just, you know what I'm saying? I mean, so, it's a time and a place. I feel like it's yeah, a time and a place. But it's still, it's, still, it's still all love. It's still all love. But for me, I think the only thing that sometimes bothers me, people are like, ain't you that guy for a while now? And I'd be like, yeah, but I have a name. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm pretty sure you don't, I'm pretty sure you don't struggle with Justina. You don't struggle right. with DC. What, what's the struggle with learning my name? I've been on there for eight seasons. Yeah. I've been there. Like, it's, and, I, and I got two names. Like, it's like you, you got one or the other. Like, but one or the other, right. Right. <laughs> so, and you know what I'm saying? I, don't, I, I really don't think you should ask for nobody's picture if you at least know their name. At least know their name. Exactly. But, I, like, the whole thing is, like, it's funny because, um, you you can see somebody like I'm like comedy. We meet our greats. We meet our people that we've looked up to for years mm-hmm, and work mm-hmm. with and things like that. And there have been times when I'm like, I don't even want a picture. I'm just happy that I'm on the bill. Absolutely. I'm happy that I'm actually just doing it. You know what I mean? Like right. when I got a chance to work with Eddie Griffin or mm-hmm. I got a chance to work with Sinbad and, mm-hmm. and things like that. They were the ones that said, let's take a picture. I was yeah. like, all right, well, here's my camera too. You know what I mean? Like, like yo, I was like, cool. You know what I mean? But that's but then, how I felt when I met Bruce. Right. Bruce and wait, was wait. Like, Man, let's get a photo. I was like, what? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Let me make sure my front my front row is good. Like it's it's funny, man, because I think what we strive for within our element is for our peers to look at us and go, yo, you good, man. Like you you yeah. you really got some good jokes. Yeah. Uh, I think one of the humbling moments for me, and this is this is a fan out moment. I went to see uh, Dion Cole perform one night at the Comedy Shark Com Charlotte Comedy Zone. Mm-hmm. I didn't have tickets. I I used my pool. I called the club, sold out show. I said, "Hey man, we got you got two tickets. You can get me in the Dion Cole." They like this. We sold out. I was like, "Yo, I got a little shorty with me, man. I'm just trying to get up in the show." It's like, "All right, come on through." I was like, bet. I walked in. They gave me the two seats right there on the edge before the comedian walks past mm-hmm. that little pole. You know what I'm saying? All right. yeah. so, so I'm like, cool. So we sitting there. I'm watching this set, man. This dude is killing it. But mm-hmm. I'm looking as a comedian. So he tells a joke. He does a joke. And after he does this joke, I recognize where he left something off or there's a confusion with the audience and it wasn't a big laugh. Mm-hmm. I go on Instagram and I hit the dude up. I said, yo, man, I'm this, da, 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 I saw your show, blah, blah, blah. You did the joke about blah, 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 blah. But you said this, and people didn't get it because this is a da, 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 da. He goes, yo, he go, that's why that ain't working. He was mm. like, yo, respect. And I was like, what? When he did the joke again on the stand-ups on Netflix, he split it, what I said. 
Mm. And I'm going, yo, that, and he ain't have to, he could have been like, whatever, Nick. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, it's like one of, those, one of those moments, man, where it's just, I, 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 envy, I envy those that don't feel what we feel by getting on stage and making people laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I also feel like you've shown, you, you are able to show someone at home that they don't have to take the necessary path that everybody feels like they have to take in order to be successful in this comedy game. Absolutely. You came up in a time where social media and the regular way of doing comedy were right in between. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you've been able to conquer both. Like you've been able to use the social media platform and work on your skills on stage and put the two together. Absolutely. And you haven't been one of those people that stand in the back going, ah, man, they ain't no real comedians and that, 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 that. Do your thing, man. I go, look, man, if that dude do a show and he can get 300 people in a a comedy room and you do a show and you can only get 150, I think he doing it the right way. You know what I'm saying? Right. (laughs) It's all about selling tickets at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So so that's like, who inspires you? Like, who who makes you want to be better at what you do? Mm. Man, Cedric, to me, just what he does on stage, the confidence, mm-hmm. relatability, like, he inspired, like, I seen, I seen Cedric kill a college crowd at, like, 45 years old. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In and in an all-white suit, though. <laughs> He's an 18-year-old. Yeah. They don't they don't know who he is. Right. They don't. Right. 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 You know, you know what I'm saying? The alumni right. do. Right. But they don't. Right. And I see him go for an hour and 15. Right. Pow, 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 pow. I'm talking about that's greatness, man. Like I wanna be, I wanna be, I wanna be that nice with it. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. It's, it's, it's different, bro. It's different with him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I don't think he get his just due. Yeah, it's it's a lot of people that are underrated and not given their flowers. Uh, you know, when they when they're here. Shout out right. to rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman. Uh, another example of mm-hmm. greatness and and how in such a short amount of time, and he had been acting way before he got his this pop off. Mm-hmm. But in a short amount of time, he was able to do certain films that made us stand up and recognize what a great person he was. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And the same thing goes with comedy. You know, uh, rest in peace to Tyler Craig. He never got the props that he was supposed to get. Never. And never. joke for joke, wasn't nobody really, I mean, wasn't too many people was going to follow him on stage. Mm-hmm. You know what I, I mean? Put him, I put him in the same category as like J.J. from the Silk. Yep. Same yep. category. You yep. know what I'm saying? Crazy, yep. crazy beast. Scary mm-hmm. on that stage. Scary. Scary mm-hmm. on that stage, man. Yeah. Yep. Um, um, Prescott. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Scary on that stage, bro. Talent. Yeah. Scary, scary on that on that stage, man. Right. Woo! 
So, so who, who, what, what has your success afforded you? What situation were you in where you just said, why, how did I get here? Like, like I opened, I opened for Cedric the Entertainer at Alonzo Mourners Foundation. Wow. I got off stage, Cedric looked at me, he was rubbing his thumb and he was like, hey man, you killed that. Nobody else can tell me shit. <laughs> nobody, nobody, nobody. <laughs> and then I got off stage, Muggsy Bowes dapped me up. Um, Clyde Drexler dapped me up. Alonzo Morton shows me love because I do. I come down there all the time. Um, Lawrence Taylor's like, hey, man, you better be on the golf course tomorrow. And the more like LT is telling me, come to the golf course tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Sheffield. You know what I'm saying? I'm in these, in these arenas. And, yeah. my, and my number one favorite comedian of all time just rubbed his stomach, which is what, that's a clarification from a big nigga. That you big nigga. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like he, like, he hit me with this, and I was just like, my, like, like nobody can't tell me shit. And what's crazy is, fast, let's, let's rewind a little bit, maybe four years later, Uptown Comedy Club, Ronnie Jordan night, Freestyle Funny performed. Ronnie Jordan is one of my top five. Yeah. Really can't be touched on that stage. That was a problem. Yeah. He was his show. I'm so frustrated. I'm like, man, let's cancel the show, man. It was supposed to be our show. They got us, da 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 da. Ronnie was like, no, nah, come through. I'm gonna just host the beginning. Y'all do y'all thing. I got off stage. Ronnie was like, hey, hey, you got it, boy. And I was like, <laughs> my nigga, Ronnie Jordan said I'm fucking funny, bro. The fat nigga at the door said I'm funny, bro. <laughs> oh my god, bro. Like those two yeah. moments. Those two yeah. top moments in my in my. They they can't be touched, bro. Like they can't. So far, yeah, and that's so far, man. Because I feel like it's gonna be plenty more of those. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I think the first time I got a chance to work with Ronnie Jordan, I uh, was at the Stardome. Mm. And um, what happened was they double booked the feature. Mm. So he brought a feature. I was featuring. We get there. And it was like, all right, we're gonna you all get twenty minutes apiece. And I was like, damn. So now I asked his feature how long he had been on comedy. His feature had been on comedy like seven years. I'm like, all right, so you go first. Mm -hmm. And I'll go after you, and then Ronnie will go. So the guy did 20. I went on and did my 20. <laughs> Ronnie said, I got about six minutes in. He thought he was going to sit down and get a drink. He said, oh, this, this nigga wild. And like, he put his drink <laughs> down and then went to the back and was like, man, I got to do some push-ups or something. He said, this out here killing it. And yeah. I so, and so, so, so I got on stage, he said, God damn, boy. He's like, man. I said, dude, 20 minutes. He's like. Dude, you had to kill him like that. Uh, after yeah. that, man, me and Ronnie was like, we was like yeah. that. Like, Ronnie like, that's my boy. He's like, don't ever let Bliss go up in front of you. Like, that's yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's my guy, man. That's my yeah. guy. Yeah, and that, and it's good, man. Like, I, I feel like, and then, like, like you have, have spun off from the wild and out and got to uh, um, Basic the Bougie which was mm -hmm. like a spinoff show. And that was you being able to connect with the producers and things like, yeah, yep. we like him as a person. His personality worked well with this. Mm -hmm. And then go from there to, to animal style. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, okay, so obviously what it is, is your face on the, on the screen brings viewers. Like they like, this brings yeah. this type of people that we want. Yeah. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. that's, that's dope, man. I think I think it's good, man. I feel like, I can see you in movies, man. I can see you. That's the goal, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I definitely can see you in a movie. It's just got to be what 
the character is. Like the character right. has to be based off of you, not right. you trying to be somebody else. Like right. it gotta be who this dude is. Right. I mean <laughs> I gotta I gotta I gotta embed it. I gotta be, we gotta be one. You know what I'm saying? He gotta right. be he gotta be big energy. He gotta be, you know, say what he say. Don't give a fuck. But also right. make you laugh, you know what I'm saying? He gotta call you out. He gotta call it out. You know what I mean? So Right, right. That's that's dope, man. I, I mean, I, I feel like uh you you found your lane, but you know there's so much more left. I mean this COVID thing has kind of jacked everything up. Yeah. Um, as far as what we able to do and what we are what we can do. Think about this year alone and think about all the things we missed out on. Right. Like right. it could have been the opportunity that popped to I don't know, I saw you doing the BET snippets. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In between each one of the acts, and I'm going, that's crazy. Like, like I'm sitting there looking at the TV, like that is, this is, this is crazy. You know, yeah, like this yeah. dude is actually on TV doing this <laughs> thing. You know what I mean? It's so, it's so crazy, and it's funny. Like when I have family members be like, <laughs> you know, you know, Darren Rand. I'm like, yeah. They like, for real? I'm like, yeah. Like one of my cousins, like you know, Chico Bean. I'm like, yeah. They like, how you know him? I'm like, I know him. Like when he see me, he go, what up, Bliss? They go, nah. I'm like. Y'all wildin', like, 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 y'all like, like. They're young, man, they're young, man. <laughs> I'm looking at them like, do y'all understand that we all we all know each other? Like, do you understand mm -hmm. that comedy is big, but it's small? Right, Like, right. I, I I know these people. Like, you got to understand that if I'm out somewhere, like, I was at the outlets one weekend. I'm at the outlets, and Drink was in, in there with his wife. Mm -hmm. I'm yelling, like, Drink! He like. Hey man, like, <laughs> don't be like, like, I got him out of his element. He like, no, stop, man. I'm like, what's up, man? Like, <laughs> oh, what's up, Jay? Please. I know, and it's it's so funny, man. It's like I I, I appreciate everything that y'all do, um, as far as like just the, and when you say get back in for a reunion, I don't even feel like it's a reunion. I just feel yeah. like, I feel like it's like Wu Tang. It's like y'all go out do your own thing. And then come back, but Absolutely. I feel like if uh, with the wild and out thing and and that thing supposedly ending, mm -hmm. um, I feel like it's still a lane. Yeah, absolutely. I, I feel like why why you Chico dot and 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 everybody else can't be the next Key and Peel. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like like the the talent is there. You know what what y'all do and the things that y'all come up with, it's all there, you know what I mean? So I just feel like, you know, who knows? It's you know time. I mean? Yeah, it's time. right. <laughs> either, 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 either you're going to come out of here with a new product and a new a new motivation, or you're going to fold. Right. Who out of, out of your group, out of your group, and I, I say your team, who uh, who makes you laugh most? Man... That nigga drink, man. <laughs> Osama drinking is so funny, man. Him and him and Bert. Him and Bert. Bert makes me laugh though. Bert makes me laugh for real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He makes me laugh for real, man. Right. But them two, it's between them two, man. Right. Like Chico, Chico makes me laugh too. That's my dog. Mm -hmm. Chico, my dog. But he 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 gets real deep and conscious with his. So you almost gotta you almost forget to laugh because you don't got you done started studying. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right, right, you know what I'm right. Saying? right. So you got you to gotta really listen. But, but that, that, uh, that motherfucker, Drake and Burt, bro, either one of them. 
And I'd right. be weak, bro. I'd be and so it weak. wasn't and it, it wasn't a it wasn't a, a a collective unit at first. Like y'all came together, like right. you and Burp, you and Burp started together. Right. Y'all started together. I know mm -hmm. I know that part. And then I guess Dot and Chico. Nah, nah Dot. Then it was me, Dot, and Burp. And then we saw Chico. Right. At an open mic. And it was like, man, we got to roll with this dude. And then it was us. And then Drake came to an open mic. And then Drake killed it. Bro, he killed it. And then right. we was like, this the group. So y'all y'all got to do a movie. Y'all got to do like a new edition joint. Like, <laughs> right, right, <laughs> like, right. We got to. We got to, man. We got to. Yeah. And it's it's weird, man, because it's like um like I didn't I wasn't able to start like that. Like I started, there was a lot of white dudes around me when I when I yeah. first started. And um I met Burpee. I had been doing comedy though uh, about two or three years in, and when I met Burpee. And I remember when I saw Burpee for the first time, I'm like, this dude confident as hell. Like yeah. this dude confident as hell. And then he did he he ended his set with the ice cream joke he used to do. Mm-hmm. And I told him at the end, I was like, don't do that joke no more. And he was like, he was like, why not? I said, it's a street joke. Like, you don't want to, you don't want to end on a street joke. And he was like, he was early in. And he was like, mm -hmm. why not? I was like, well, if you're going to do it, do it this way, but your own spin on it. He's like, oh, I get you. So that the while, you know, you know, he started recognizing, like, I said, you can't do those type of jokes while you do comedy. Like, you have to write your own. You got to be able to. And then, like, at the while, every time I saw him, I should be like, this dude getting better. Mm -hmm. This dude getting better, you know what I mean? Like you know, and it was like one of those things that he could not, you not could not keep him off stage. Yeah, yeah, that's my like, dog, man. When you see that hunger, you know what I mean? It's just like, all right, that's what's gonna happen. You know, that's how people are going to recognize, you know, what they do. You're, you're writing, you're writing. Do you write or do you freestyle a lot and and, and uh, create moments? I have premises, but it's hard for me to write because I don't want to ever be controlled to a paper and a script. Yeah. So I always, I, I, I always want to be able to, you know, because say, let's say you wrote a whole set out and your first two jokes is trash and that's all you got is that script. Right. I always want to be able to depend on the rawness and the, the realness of my God-given talent. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I, I throw new jokes in, whether it be a premise or a concept, I throw them in between stronger jokes. Yeah, always, always. You know so, what I'm saying? Always, so... That's so just, my writing, yeah. So now, like coming off, <laughs> coming out of this pandemic, it'll be pretty much all new stuff. But right, it'll be stronger stuff sprinkled in. Mm -hmm. Older jokes that I used to do, or older jokes that I used to like to do. What's crazy in. is I I had went to Vegas to go write with um, Tyler and Drink. So we all wrote new forty minute sets. Yeah, this was in January. You yeah. know what I'm saying, and so. I still got a 40 piece. I haven't even been able to, and it's still relevant. You know what right. I'm saying? So, right. you know, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Yeah. That's cold, yeah. man. That's, that's cold right there. So, so since everything is shut down, um, do you like, what is your, what is your day? Like, do you, are you just content creating or do you still, are you still working um, a lot of stuff? A lot of, a lot of content creator. Um, I have a lot of shows with all deaf network. All deaf cannabis shows. I shoot a lot of Zoom shows with those. Basically, Boozy just got picked up for season five, so we're going to shoot virtual. So they had us set up at home the way we're going to do it. Um, yeah. I just I just finished setting all that up this morning. Um, I had the Fit Baby YouTube TV show. I did like five six episodes of that. Um, so I've just pretty much been on the virtual side. I have been able to do some college shows. They just got social distance and virtual. 
So I've been able to do a few of those and still get that stage feeling. I just did Georgia State. And uh, pretty much that's it, man. So I'm just locking in with the business part, getting my investing in microphones and setting up my own podcast stuff. And, you know, asking people about that. I'm probably going to hit you up on how to do this, learn how to do this as well. Um, and just be, just honestly taking this time and dig in and invest back into myself. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, so, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, like the whole podcast thing, uh, I don't do it for me. Yeah. I and mean, I do it for the people that want to hear it. Like mm -hmm. people that always be like, yo, if I don't do it, I'll hear. Mm -hmm. I don't know who listening to this, but yeah. for some reason, I do get feedback when I don't do one. Yeah. So. And people are like, man, when the next one? And I'm like, oh, man, I oh man, I appreciate that one you did with, uh, you know, Ali. Or I appreciate the one you did with this and that. And I go, all right, appreciate it, you know. Or they'll be like, that was funny, man. I ain't know that. And it's just yeah. like stuff that goes on. And if you're going to put it out there, at least be consistent. least be consistency is going to be the key with everything. Right. Even with, even with content. Because once right. you start doing content, you got to keep doing content. Absolutely. You know, if you get that one that go viral... You gotta stick you know to it. Mean? What's your most viral content that you put out? Uh man, I had a few. Good yeah. God. I done had the one with um when I was in the bed crying because we had to cancel R. Kelly. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. yeah, that that's probably that one went crazy. That one went crazy. <laughs> Good God, that one went crazy. <clears throat> um that, I think that's probably the most viral one. That was still still get uh tagged to me. So yeah. I, think, I don't, yeah, I don't think that one can be topped. That one, man. That was that was that was like I said. It's, it's certain ones that I see, and it's like you know, you look at stuff, and I go, "This fool crazy. This fool is absolutely stupid." Yeah. I think it was one yeah. you was doing with the church bros recently. Yeah, you doing the yeah. church? You doing the uh, the the um, the trap the trap church? <laughs> I'm yeah. like this dude be wild. This dude had nothing to do this morning. That's what I say. I say nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing. Let me throw something up. I ain't got nothing to do. And then I all and then some, and then I get like a million crying faces, and then be one church person. I used to love your comedy. I'm like, oh, oh well. See, but there, there we go back again. It's always somebody that is going always. to And I tell always. you all the time, if it go into your wheelhouse, then you can't be offended. I don't know your life. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, right. It's like when Jim Gaffigan just came out and spoke out against Trump. Mm -hmm. I know people gonna go ham on him. Mm -hmm. There were people that probably were big, huge Jim Gaffigan fans. But once mm -hmm. you go politically and go another way, then they all going to be, you know. Right. It's all going to be another thing. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's another thing y'all get dragged into when you have a lot of people following you and you don't make a statement about maybe what's going on with Black Lives Matter or you don't take a stand. Some people right. assume that you on one side. You know what I mean? And you go, nah, man. I'm I'm gonna speak when I need to speak. You Absolutely. know what I mean? And a lot of people, a lot of people don't get that. A lot of people feel like, well, you gotta say something. Well, I'm gonna tell you like this. <laughs> Me saying something ain't gonna change nobody's mind. Okay. It's not. People gonna stand <laughs> where they're gonna stand. And That's I'm tired of trying, I'm tired of trying to convince somebody who thinks all lives matter the other way to think the other way i'm like you right. think the way you think i'm not changing the way you think you know hey, I mean? man. but i I'm tell I, yeah i'm it's, just taking take the mind and mind my business you feel me like i ain't you know what i'm saying that's how i feel about it i ain't about the damn stress over it no more right 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 absolutely man absolutely so what's what's next uh what's next uh for you man, i got a 
I, I got a couple of virtual shows coming up. Um, mm-hmm. I got basically, basically the bougie coming out. We're about to shoot that next week. Um, shoot, man, I had a, a nice August with back to school with a couple of laughing pace I've been doing virtually. And uh, man, so that's it. Georgia, when you did the Georgia State joint, that was a that was a Zoom type joint. No, nah, it was a venue. It was a, like a three hundred auditorium, but it only had sixty people in there. But they also did it on Zoom for the students. I got you. I yeah, got so you. I got it you. Was, it was it was dope. It was dope. So, man, that's about it, man. And you know, staying prayed up, hoping people vote and make the right decision, and so we can get back to the to the road and what we do, man. So, and that's it, man. Steady, steady. You know, praying more. You know, sitting in peace more with all the killing that's going on, and you know, the 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 real fucked up shit is black people, and just trying to stay in that that good, healthy mental space as much as possible. And uh, that's it, brother. That's it. Yeah, yeah that's what's up, man. That's yeah, a dope, that's a dope that's a dope concept, man. I I appreciate the time, man. But before we go, what's I up do with have it? to do this because this is what I do on my on my podcast. If you ever been a uh, familiar with the uh, Actors Guild studio with James Lipton. Mm-hmm. He would ask questions. To fire him. out? Yeah, fire them off. And you have to basically state, I remixed it a little bit. Uh, what's your favorite word? Shit. Okay. <laughs> okay. What's your least favorite word? Bitch, even though I say it. Even I don't like I, I don't like the content of calling a female a bitch. I like saying bitch and speaking about the situation, but to physically be like, you bitch? Nah, I can't. Right. I, yeah, I just, that's not my thing. Right, right, right. Um, speaking of which, let me, let me, uh, sidebar real quick. All right, so mm-hmm. you out here, you living it. You, 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 you out here single as hell. <laughs> so like, do you see big baby, little big baby brands around anytime soon? Oh, yeah, 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 okay. yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm stepping on out the game, bro. I had a great run, bro, but I'm old now, man. I got a house now. I'm I'm investing the stuff that's going on, so I'm I'm ready for that next. You about to you about to and that and the series you do with the long distance relationship with uh yeah with the female's name real quick yeah that's funny concept too that's yeah, like yeah. that was a, that was a dope concept too. yeah yeah that was a dope concept too. Um, next question is um uh, my my moniker and you know this from ten years ago uh is TTBS that's that bullshit that's what mm-hmm. I anything and everything you absolutely no control over in your life in your mind. What's that's that bullshit to you? Killing us, man. Yeah. Like the yeah. fact that the fact that they can do it so freely. You know what I'm saying? No consequences, and, man. And, and black people, we're not even we don't even know how to retaliate because we're not really born in rage. Yep. We're not really born to hate. You know what I'm saying? Like, here's the here's the thing. If it was two guns on the table, the white dude and the black dude, like shoot him. White dude, pow! Black dude would be like, "Nah, that ain't worth it, man." It's a it's an egalitarian people. We've we've been we we're known to be welcoming and and to make someone feel at home. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're different from us, we don't want you to feel different or out of place. I used to use that example all the time. If I if I bring a white person into an all black bar, every black every black person gonna look and go, well, he's with him, so he's got to be cool. Let me go over there and, and chop it up with him. 
let me make him feel at home because I know this is an uncomfortable situation for him. The opposite is we walk into a bar, it's all white people, and then the white people look at us and go, what you doing here? You see what I'm saying? Right. So it's, it's, it's weird, man. It's, it's weird. Um, yeah. what, the opposite of that, what is the shit to you? Um, you know what the shit to me is? Mm. The amount of white people speaking up. Yeah, man. Yeah. We, ain't never, we ain't never seen it at this magnitude. And, but, you know, part of me... Part I, don't, of, I, don't know, I don't know if it's the cool thing to do, but even if it is, I appreciate seeing it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I really do. Right. Even if it is, speaking out against your parents and, you know, really really taking the time to research your true history of this, of this, 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 uh, this country, like, I appreciate that. That's the shit, bro. It really is, bro. It really is. It like, is. I get... I get I get a lot of racist stuff in my stuff because you know I didn't even know I had racist fans, but I also get, you know, my fellow white comrades is cool. They were like, man, this is bullshit. I hate it too, brother. You know what I'm saying? That feels good, bro. Cause I ain't never had that kind of love like that before. Never. And and the thing about it is, is I always think back to when Colin Kaepernick first knelt. Mm-hmm. And I go, man, if Peyton Manning would have just knelt, we would be a lot further along than what we are right now. You know what I mean? Slight work. Slight work. Or the Tom Brady's or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like, just kneel, man. Just get them to understand there's two different sides. They not right. going to cancel you. You know what I mean? Right. Even if right. they do, you made enough money already. You know right. what I mean? So it's like, you know, it's kind of like I, the people that the, were unwilling to take the sacrifice. And now it is a cool thing to do, right? Right. But the risk isn't there. Exactly. See, Colin Kevin, they took all the risk. Mm-hmm. He took all the risk, took all the bullets, all of that. And now it's still people that won't won't step out. And they know, they know that it, it ain't gonna be the same. But shouts out to the homies at Nike, because they made sure my boy was straight. Hey, Nike don't give a damn. Like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Nike. Shouts out to my people at Nike, man. They made sure Nike my boy was straight. Nike know who buys sneakers. They know. They're like, man, they're like, look, uh, yeah. And they was like, man, I'm boycott Nike. Nike, like, y'all don't buy our shoes. We don't care nothing about that. Like, we like, <laughs> When do y'all wear Nike? Like, we're yeah, y'all buy New Balance. We ain't worried about that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So if I had to introduce you to the world, no one knew who their big baby brand was, and I'm introducing them to the world, and I'm going, yo, give it up a man, uh, big baby brand. What music is that? are you playing? I'm coming out to, uh, I don't know, bro. It depends on the crowd, but all time, you know, you give me some, some uh some Pastor Troy. <laughs> some, 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 some juicy J slob on my knob. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready to go. Man, I'm ready to go. Okay. All right. Check out time. It's time to, to, to say goodbye to everybody. Uh what music you playing when you walking off your walk off music. Mm. There's a meeting in my bedroom and I'm out of there. <laughs> Dude, that joint hit so different, man. Like, yeah. I don't even think they make music like that no more. Yeah. Like, when was the last time you heard an R&B song that, uh, and I, I think it was it was uh, K-Dub. K-Dub used to play Knocking the Boots at, at one of his mm-hmm. closing bits. Mm-hmm. And that, do-do-do-do. Mm-hmm. Huh? And when the last time you heard a song where people just throw their hands up? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> That's where I met with it. That's where I met that with meeting it. In my bedroom, that meeting in my bedroom, that meeting in my bedroom, there's a meeting. Everybody be like, oh! That's that is one of them, yeah. That's one of them. And then you just tell DJ Cut and be like, I literally just want everybody to have a good time tonight. Make sure y'all fuck.
And get on out of there. That might be a clip right there. That might yeah, be absolutely. a clip and just keep using that whole like scenarios <laughs> and then keep playing, there's a beat. And like that'd be like the next one. <laughs> exactly. If if there was another occupation other than your own, and I and you can't even put your occupation in a box because you do everything, what what would it be? I'd probably be a teacher, man. Yeah. Yeah. Probably be yeah. a teacher, bro. Yeah. Try to guide, try to guide some of these young people and, and shed some light on them, man. Cause what you know, level a, a lot, like what where you feel like would be most instrumental? Middle school, middle school, middle school. Middle school. Yeah, I couldn't do high because I would have had to get you know, you know what I'm saying? Somebody, I, yeah, yeah. I could do middle because you can still intimidate them, like you know, by voice. You know what I'm saying? My twins, I, I, my twins is in seventh grade. Like they start school yeah. tomorrow. Like yeah, and they they're they're at a it's uh, it's so yeah. hard, man. Yeah, it's so difficult. You know what I mean? But it's just like yeah, I mean that's a good that's a good way to be. Just uh, middle school teacher, and then like for you to be a black male in that yeah. situation, I feel like it would be instrumental because you because you can just get them right. Like you just mm-hmm. and you, look, man, you ain't got to be. You can be cool and be smart at the same time, man. You know, be exactly. both. I mean, exactly. So that's that that's what, that's what be that's probably what I would love to be doing, man. Real talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no doubt, man. Yo, Darren, man, it's been dope, man. I appreciate. Yeah, I appreciate you, dog. And I and I, I gotta connect with you so we can do the HBCU stories as well, man. And um, this will go up, uh, and I'll tag you on everything once it goes up in the beginning of this, uh, this week coming up, man. But appreciate the time, man. Appreciate you, dog. Let's get it, man. Much love, my boy. No doubt, man. Peace. All right, peace. Thank <laughs> you.